Hey there, lovely. Welcome to the Radiantly Dressed Podcast. Do you want to feel beautiful and confident and look put together in your clothes? Do you find yourself scrolling Pinterest, looking for capsule wardrobes and outfit ideas? Do you walk into your closet hoping for an easy wardrobe solution only to feel frustrated and frumpy when nothing looks or feels like you want it to? Hey there, I'm Stacy. I'm a busy homeschooling mom juggling life, business, and struggling with autoimmune disease. Just like you, I felt overwhelmed and frustrated with my closet and wished I had an easy-to-put-together wardrobe that reflected who I am on the inside, the woman that God is constantly refining. But I just could not figure out how to have easy mornings and authentic style until I found the power of color analysis and capsule wardrobes. In this podcast, you'll find how to wear and use your best colors, a proven framework to create an easy closet full of clothes you love, and how to do it all in a way that honors who God created you to be so that frumpy fashion doesn't get in the way of your faith and mission. So put in your favorite earrings, swipe on some lipstick, and let's get dressed. Hey there, sister. This is usually the part of the episode where I tell you what's going on, what the latest new thing is that we're doing. I tell you about a program or how you can get connected, but I am on maternity leave. So if you would like to connect with me, the team at Radiantly Dressed, work on your style, I have a couple different ways that you can join in even while I'm on maternity leave to get you moving forward in your personal style journey. Number one, please join the free Facebook community we have. It is wonderful. We have over a thousand amazing members inside. That's at christianstylecommunity.com. Number two, if you're really struggling with your self-image and how you feel about yourself and you're ready to learn to love what you see in the mirror and move forward confidently with your day in a style that suits you, then I invite you to join the Radiant by Design membership. It's only $7 a month. You will get all kinds of amazing course content, mindset work, uh, biblical mindset work, um, and just really begin to learn who you are in God's eyes, and that is at radiantbydesigncollective.com. You can also get connected by following any of the links below this episode that will lead you to free affirmations, creating a free color palette, or any of the other courses, programs, and digital products that I offer. I can't wait to see the radiant woman that you'll become over the next few months. For today's video, I really want to talk about something that came up last week in the Facebook group, um, something that has come up in many of my conversations over the past few years with different clients, different people. Um, So there was a post in the Facebook group last week um, about not liking what you see in photos. And as I read through all of the comments, I could see that, as always, this is something that everyone is dealing with um, almost universally at some point, um, is getting a photo back and then hating what we see, right? Um, And so I want to talk about that just a little bit today. Um, And I also want to talk about kind of the way that we talk to ourselves, the way we talk about ourselves when we get a glimpse of our self, our image that we don't really like. So before we really get too into this, I want to share something with you guys. Okay, let me go find it. Um, So I want to share with you. um, Recently, I took some pictures. Um, Recently, I took some photos for new branding photos. Um, And overall, they came out pretty well. 
Um, I was pretty happy with them. I will be completely honest and tell you that my 10-year-old was the photographer and I did the editing because I just, the last time I did branding photos, it was kind of a hassle and I did not want to deal with that again <laughs> when I have a perfectly good camera and um, pretty good editing skills. So we took these pictures and for the most part, um, like I can show you most of the images. Most of them, like I, I really like, right? They, they're pretty good. They're there, most of them I liked. There were a few of them, however, that I just really hated. <laughs> um, uh, this one right here, I'm not a fan, just not a fan. And it was one of those things where I see the image and I'm like, this just doesn't really look like, it doesn't look like how I perceive myself to be, right? Um, and it's because number one, and, and this is just those like funny things that you know about yourself. Number one, I know that the right side of my face always looks puffier in photos. It's the weirdest thing. And it's probably because my face isn't symmetrical, obviously. But for whatever reason, the right side of my face always looks really puffy and full. And so especially when I take pictures of myself or selfies, I tend to pose with my face this side to the camera, right? Um, and I know this about myself and that was one of the first things that hit me when I saw this picture. I was like, Oh, wrong side of my face again. But the other thing that I really hated about this was the way the clothing was draping over me. Like it just looked like, and obviously at this point I'm six months pregnant in this picture. So, I mean, I'm not gonna look super tiny, but I just hate the way my full bust over my full belly and the way the clothes are hanging over it. I just hate the way it looks. Um, and so I just want you to know that this is something that like happens to everybody, right? We all get pictures back that we just don't really like. Um, they, and the truth is that sometimes they are, they just are really unattractive. And the reality is that when you ask other people to tell you what they think about these pictures, a lot of times they'll tell you, this doesn't look like you. It's, it's not just you. Like this picture is not an accurate representation of who you are. However, until we get that feedback, a lot of times we've got that loop in our head, that negative self-talk saying terrible things to ourselves. Um, like why, I shouldn't even bother to get dressed. Like I look hideous. Like th this talk in our head is what I really want to talk about today. Um, but I also want to talk a little bit about why we do this to ourselves, like why this happens. Um, because a lot of times we just have this response and have this emotion and get stuck in it. Right. Um, and it takes us a while to kind of dig out and figure out why that, why we think these things about ourselves. Because the reality is <laughs> some of the things that I read were just, it makes me so sad that you guys would say these things about yourselves. Um, and, and I just, I don't know, like, I, I hate it. I hate it for you. I hate it with you. I hate that you have to experience these moments of negativity and there's these horrible thoughts that you think about yourselves, that you say about yourselves, that you would never in a million years say to your daughter or your best friend, or even your mom, like you would not say these things to another human being, but you're perfectly fine saying them to yourselves. Um, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later too. But to start with, I want to just talk about when we're talking about how we, we know we don't like how we look in photos or in the mirror sometimes, what is really going on here? And there are, there are kind of three things that go into this. Um, when it comes to our perception of ourselves and our self-image of ourselves, so much of it is tied up in our history, in our past history, prior history, all these experiences that we've had, right? Because not one of us can come in and say, I've never had somebody <laughs> well-meaning insult me. Like my grandma, <laughs> I tell this story a lot, but my grandmother, I remember one time when we went to Thanksgiving dinner, she patted me on the hip and she was like, you should probably skip dessert today. I'm like, thanks grandma. Um, and I think the funny thing is, is I wasn't 
even that heavy at the time, <laughs> which makes it kind of funny because I was at one of my lower weights at the time and she still says something like that to me. And my grandmother was known for um, not not really catching her tongue and just saying things and insulting people on a frequent basis. Um, and for me, I just, just let it roll off my back for the most part. But um, most of my family got really upset by the things she said. But we've all had those experiences, right? Um, I remember one time I had a friend tell me, um, you shouldn't wear that color lipstick. It makes you look terrible. Um, and the thing is, sometimes people don't, they think they're being helpful, but it's not really helpful. But, um, and these are just the the small things, right? There's the small experiences that we've had that, that create our self-image that contribute to how we see ourselves and how we talk about ourselves. Um, and we can go deeper, right? We can go deeper into things that have happened to us that are actually bad, um, experiences we've had, memories that we have, situations we've been in. Sometimes these are traumas. Um, sometimes these are lifelong struggles, habits, addictions. Um, I know that I have worked with a couple of women who have prior, prior history of eating disorders, like all of these things, right? All of this history comes together to coalesce and create our self-image. And so when we see these images of ourselves, when we see ourselves in the mirror, we don't like it. When we see pictures of ourselves that we don't like, all those words and all those experiences just fling forward into your mind and come out of your thoughts and come out of your head. And so I want you to know that it's not it's not going to be just the picture, right? It's not just that one picture that's contributing to all those negative things that you're saying and thinking. It's a lifetime of experiences that's contributing to that. The second thing, which is probably pretty obvious, is that cultural and societal expectations have a huge part in why we say these things about ourselves. And it's really interesting to me because I've been privy to being on social media and seeing, um, seeing really seeing brands that really have diverse representations um, of women and how if especially if it's a really popular company or a popular post if you read through the comments it's just a mix of people who are very supportive and people who are extremely hateful right um, and, and I think that we have all probably grown up with certain expectations about how we should look um, in America and the size we should be and the color of our skin and the way our hair should look and how long our hair should be and whether or not we should have any acne, like all of these things, right? There are all these expectations about how women are supposed to look. Um, and even as we get older, like, are we supposed to age gracefully? Are we supposed to look, you know, still like we're 25? You know, it, all of these things, these expectations have the reverse effect in a way of giving us negative things to say about ourselves. Because we see, of course, if we are not exactly those expectations, then we must be all the negative things that everybody else says we are, or everybody else says about those opposite things. That came out really wrong. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you know, if if you're online or anywhere else and you know that a large percentage of people find something unattractive and you happen to see it in yourself, whether it's in the mirror or in a picture, you happen to see it in yourself, all the things that you've ever seen and read, again, just like with your prior history, they're going to run through your mind and jump out at you and just be a constant negative mean girl inside your head um, saying these terrible things to you. And the last thing I want to talk about here is is pretty specific um, to the photography thing. Um and it was mentioned a couple of times in the thread last week, but I want to mention it here as well, too. Um, having done some amateur photography in the past, I will say that 
there's a lot that goes into making people look good in photographs. Um, you can go look up entire guides to help you pose in photographs, um, how to look thinner, how to look smaller, how to look better. Um, and the, the reality is, is it's all, a lot of it has to do with the skill of your photographer, right? Um, and in my experience, a skilled photographer will be the one telling you, move your arm here, turn this way. If your photographer is not giving you any advice for how to position yourself and how to pose, um, you could, you should definitely expect to get some pictures back that you don't like. And it may be that they just don't know these things because the reality is that anybody can buy a camera um, and a website and call themselves a photographer, but there is a lot of specific information and education that goes into taking good photos, right? Cameras don't take good photos. People take good photos. Um, and so it's not, it's the angles, right? It's the lighting. Uh, it's the type of camera. It's the type of lens they're using. There's a lot of things, the height of the photographer in relation to you. Um, you can see in my pictures, obviously I said my daughter took them this time. Um, she's shorter than me, not by much, but she is shorter than me. And so some of them, you know, they are a little distorted from that perspective. So all of these things go into getting Getting a good photograph. And the real, you know, if your photographer is not very experienced and doesn't know how to help you pose in the way that is most flattering, um, you, you're going to get pictures back that don't look like you think they look. Um, and of course, like the different ways that you sit, stand, all of these things, right? All of these things. And so I want to go on um, and I titled this, you know, the mean girls who remembers. I know you guys remember because you're about the same age as me, right? So the mean girls movie back from, oh, I don't know, my early 20s, I suppose, probably um, these horrid girls with this burn book where they just write and say terrible things about anyone and everyone who happens to make them the most mad. And this is what I really liken this experience like when we start talking about ourselves and to ourselves in this way, right? It's your own inner mean girl, like your own inner Regina George. And we need to kick her to the curb, guys, because like I said earlier, there is no way that you would say these things to a loved one. You would not say them to your daughter. You would not say them to your friend. You might not even say them to a stranger on the internet. Um, I would hope that you wouldn't if you're here listening to me. Um, but, you know, but we're okay saying these things to ourselves. Um, and we definitely should not do those things. Like we should stop that talk immediately. Um, you know, and that the, the verse comes to mind, like take all your thoughts captive to Christ. Right. Um, and so when those things start to roll through your head, like immediately you should just be like, stop, <laughs> like get behind me, Satan. Like I do, you know, I'm, I'm not going to listen to this. Like Christ, I'm, God, I'm going to hand these over to you. I'm going to let go of these thoughts. And I'm not going to have these thoughts about myself. I'm not going to say these things about them myself. Um, again, another one of my favorite verses um, that always hits me like a ton of bricks um, is that life and death is in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Um, the things you're saying about yourself, and it's not just you that's being affected, obviously. If you're saying negative things to yourself, um, who's hearing you, especially if you have children, right? Um, and I know we think about a lot of times like, oh, I don't want my daughter to think the way I think or say the things I think about myself. Um, but it's also our sons. Like, what are we making normal in front of our sons? Um, and so I would like to also encourage you, if you're thinking these things and expressing these things about yourself, be mindful of who is listening to you. Um, because small ears have big thoughts, right? Um, so jumping on, checking my notes, guys. <laughs> Let me see if there are any questions here. I'm kind of running out of air. Um, nope, got nothing. Okay. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them below. I will get back to them 
I guess when I'm at the end here. So I really want to talk about three things to kind of combat this negative self-image. Um, yeah, so three practical tips to really help you um, when these thoughts come into your mind, when you are faced with an image of yourself that you don't really like, um, things you can do. Okay, so the first one is to obviously identify the lies. I mentioned earlier that a lot of the things that we think about ourselves are from past history, cultural expectations. Um, so I would encourage you to find out, like to really dig deep, like why do I think this and let the answer come. And then that answer comes, well, why is that true? Right. And keep, I've always heard that if you want to get to the bottom of something, just keep asking why to every answer that you have, keep asking why, well, why do I think that I um, am hideous, you know, and let it come to you. Well, why is that true? Like, why did that person say that? And, and just keep digging, keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. You can journal this out if you want to, honestly. Um, and along that vein, I did want to share something with you guys. Um, so just quick before I get into it. Um, so the Radiant by Design membership was created for this purpose. It really was. Um, because as I worked with people and I helped people with their clothing and with their colors, I saw them get stuck. And it happens to everyone. Um, and the level of stuck is always a little different. Some people get stuck really big and some people get stuck kind of small. And what I realized is that it, it was, again, this realization for me um, as a business owner, as an image consultant, realizing that this is not just about the clothes you put on your body or, or yeah, it's not just about the clothes you put on and stop right there. It's not just about that. It's about who we are on the inside because the reality is how we show up and how we get dressed is a form of communicating who we are. And it's a very deep well, obviously. But I created this because everybody kept getting stuck. And what I realized is that everyone's going to get stuck and everyone's going to need some tools to help them get unstuck from that place because um, it's such a huge mindset problem, a mindset issue of who we think we are, how we see ourselves, how we relate to the world around us. And so I'll tell you that out of all the lessons in there, two thirds of them are really about improving your self-image and helping yourself move forward and get unstuck from the things that you think about yourself. So having said that, I do want to share a couple of these resources with you guys just to kind of show you what I'm talking about. So the first one is um, it's a 14 day Literally, it's a journal, self-image journal. And so um, each day there is like a devotional here with some biblical truth. And then there's a question to help you work on this thing. And it's all laid out for you. It's like 14 days, yeah, 14 days is two weeks. It's all there, right? Um, so this is just one of the resources inside the membership that will help you kind of improve, identify. We talked about, you know, identifying the lies. Day two, unveiling the lies and embracing truth. It's literally right here in this journal um, to help you out if you're struggling with this. Um, the other thing I wanted to show you, let me go find it right quick, guys. Sorry. Um, um, the other thing I wanted to show you is, sorry, I run the screen. Okay, is some of the other, I'm not going to go into all of them, but a couple of the other things too, like there's an assessment here, like a full-on body image assessment to help you figure out where you are right now. Um, 
and it's got lessons in it and um, biblical lessons in it, all kinds of stuff here to kind of help you. And then there are also some identity worksheets here to help you as well. So a couple different things inside the membership itself. Um, if you really do want to go deep and start to improve your self-image and see yourself truthfully as God does and get rid of that mean girl in your head, I would highly recommend that. It's $7 a month. You can grab it at... Um, radiantbydesigncollective.com, which I believe might be linked below this video. Um, if not, that's okay. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about, um, the other thing I want to talk about really is, um, so we talked about identifying the lies. I hinted at replacing them with truth, um, but that is obviously the next step is once you know what the lies are, it's time to dig deep into the Bible, dig deep into who you are and find out what the truth is that gets rid of those things. Because we want to replace all these lies with the truth. Um, we want to make sure that the truth is the actual truth, not the false truth. Um, and so that would be the second thing. But the third thing here is to create a practice of affirmations. Um, and my favorite way to do this is to use your bathroom mirror, right? Because most of us in the mornings, we at least glance at the mirror when we're getting ready, whether we're brushing our teeth or putting on makeup or getting dressed or whatever we're doing, we're standing in front of the mirror. And this is something that I started doing a long time ago when I was a first a Christian. And it wasn't so much it wasn't so much image related to image and style so much as who I was becoming. And I still use it for that purpose. I don't really use it so much for image because, um, yeah, because I've done some of this healing work myself. Um, and so I don't often have terrible negative thoughts in my head about myself. But I still use this to focus on scripture that I am really trying to just absorb, right? And it, it doesn't have to be scripture in your affirmations. It could be quotes or whatever else. But I always tell people to pick three to put on your bathroom mirror because when you're getting ready in the morning, you can look at them, you can think about them, you can meditate on them. Um, meditate's in the Bible, so I'm not using it new agey. Meditate on those thoughts, right? Let those thoughts transform you. Um, and of course, I'm going to tell you to choose biblical verses because that's where you're going to find the truth um, and to put them up there on your mirror uh, where you can see them and look at them and just do three um, and they'll help you. It'll help you memorize these verses. It'll help you really absorb this information and take it in. But having something like that where you can daily see positive things, positive truths, um, biblical truths about who you are is a game changer for setting you up for success every single day. And I'm going to share one more thing here because I do have this one for you if for free. I'll give you. Yeah. So here we go. Um, okay. So you can go to uh, mindsetmirroraffirmations.com and you'll get a whole that like what I just talked about, this is the whole thing. You get um, eight different affirmations. And I think there are some blank ones there as well. They're on pretty cards. So um, you can grab that. And having said that, let's see, where am I at here? One of my kids is now screaming at me. So I apologize because that doesn't normally happen. Um, does anyone have any questions for me? Because I just like, I, I see this a lot and it happens all the time. Um, women just get stuck in their heads and stuck saying negative things about themselves. Um, thinking that, you know, they're not worthy. They're, they're not worthy of love, of having, um, of just being loved. Right. And so I wanted to give you guys some thoughts on this, my thoughts on this. I wanted to give you some practical reasons for why this happens. And I wanted to give you some steps that you could take to try to combat this. Um, now, actually, before the next time it becomes a problem, right? Because by being proactive, um, yes, someone's giving me some verses. Oh, yes. I love it when I love when my clients do this and then tell me what verses they have on here. So she says, let's see. I'm going to show this to you guys. 
Uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, Psalm 14, Genesis 1, 31, 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17, other ones on my mirror. Yes. My, so Romans 12, 2 is up on mine right now. Um, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, and then <laughs> I need to switch mine out, actually. I need to add two more. And one of them definitely needs to be the life and death and the power and the tongue thing <laughs> for me. Um, and then I need to find a new one. But I thank you for sharing that. I really love that you shared which ones are on your mirror. So... That is it. I I just don't want to, you know, God sees us as like his precious children. You know, like we as especially if you're a mom, right? Um, we look at our kids and we don't maybe sometimes we're critical of the things they wear or how they fix their hair, right? But we don't look at our kids and think the kind of things that we think about ourselves. Um, and so God doesn't look at us and think those things about us either. And so I I would hate for you to continue on and carry on doing that to yourself. And so I hope that this has just been a little thought process, some insights, um, some practical tips from that I found for myself and with working with some clients. Um, and I, I just want to assure you that it's, it's not okay. Like it's not okay. Not, not because like you're bad, but it's not okay to feel that way about yourselves. You know what I mean? Um, like you are so loved by a, you know, an infinite God, like he, he does not want you to feel and think those things about yourself either. Um, obviously he doesn't want us to be so conflated in self that we <laughs> don't think we have any flaws, right? There's a middle ground there. Um, but he doesn't want us to be so bowled over by a picture that is not accurate of who we really are and how we really look that we think that we have no worth whatsoever. And so I just want to leave you with that. And I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday and I will see you on the next one. Hey there, gorgeous. Before you go, if this episode inspired you and helped you to feel more confident, I'd love for you to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. Second, hop on over and join the free Facebook group at christianstylecommunity.com where you'll find Jesus-loving women just like yourself learning about style and building a dream wardrobe. Get dressed, be radiant.